Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile Essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. The following program has been pre-recorded. Thanks for tuning in this weekend to Let's Talk Portland, Odyssey Portland's weekly public affairs program. My name's Gary Bloxham. Have you ever said to yourself, you know what I wish I could do? I wish I could run around outside in my underwear in February and raise money for a good cause. Well, you're in luck. On the show this time, I'd like to welcome Glenn Guerin and Rebecca Hergert. These guys are co-race directors for a fun race called Cupid's Undie Run. Welcome to Let's Talk Portland, guys. Hey, thanks for having us. So, Glenn, let's get started with you. Tell me, what is Cupid's Undie Run? Cupid's Undie Run is a mile-ish race we do once a year uh, around Valentine's Day and uh to support uh, the Children's Tumor Foundation uh, just through complete donations and uh, doing uh, fundraisers throughout the year. And this is our big event for the year. Now, you say mile-ish. What does that mean to you? Is it, do you go as far as you want to go? Uh, we're, not, <laughs> we're, not, we're not keeping track of times. We're not, we're not out there to break any kind of personal records. We're there to have fun, to get them get noticed, and uh, make more people aware. Rebecca, let me ask you, the undie run. So is, are people doing this in their underwear? They are. So um, we have a lot of runners who choose to run in their underwear. Um, <clears throat> we have runners who go in costume. You kind of just dress however you're more comfortable. We choose to say that it's an undie run because anybody who has neurofibromyosis cannot hide the tumors that are all over their body. And so we choose to strip down to bear it all in support of them. And in February, when it's the coldest. And in February, yes. (laughs) You are brave people, and you get some brave people to help support you. We do. Very caring people who just, you know, have a a heartstring that uh, gets talked by this. Hey, Glenn, how many times, how many years have you been doing this race? Uh, This is actually only my third time. Uh, I'm I'm pretty new to this. Okay, so you didn't do it last year because it was COVID was just raging, right? And so just could, didn't do it last year. Exactly, it was you know that was uh, just the starting up thing, and we had uh, I remember we did have some bad weather I guess last year. Oh yeah, we were talking just before this that. interview about the uh, the ice storm that happened over over uh, Valentine's Day weekend. That was not yeah. fun. It was not great. That would not have been a good time in your underwear outside. 
<laughs> Even if it is for a good cause. <laughs> <laughs> Very true. So uh, tell me, uh, what about this year? How is COVID affecting this year's race? You know, from uh, we've, so this will be our third year here in Portland having done the race. In the first year, we had a great time. Uh, we, had a, we had a great uh, uh, showing from people. And then last year hit. And so our expectations are, you know, not as great as the first year because you know, people are still afraid to get out there. But we're hitting numbers, and uh, we're still making a get have making have a great time uh, out there at the space during that day. Okay, yeah, I don't think I'd asked you where the race is taking place, and I keep calling it a race. It's more like a fun run, right? Yeah, it really is. It, it, we're we're not keeping track of time or not. We're there to uh, gather up, have fun, and drink a little bit afterwards and have a good time. <laughs> that sounds like the best part right there, right? Exactly, the reward. So tell me about where and when the Cupid's Undie Run is. Sure, uh, so it is. Rebecca, go ahead. I'll let you answer that one. I apologize. Um, so it is February 12th. It is going to be at the Space Room in Portland off of Hawthorne, I believe. Yes. And we go from 12 to 4. So generally, everybody shows up at 12 o'clock. We, we drink a little. We make sure that everybody's registered. One o'clock, we do our little mile-ish run around the neighborhood. We come back to the bar. We continue to have fun, listen to music, all kinds of stuff, and just get to know everybody. The space room is a cool place. There's lots of room there. Oh, they have a great uh, spot outside with tents and uh, outdoor heating overhead. Uh, they really turned that place uh, into a great uh, atmosphere. That and outdoor, that's, that, that's awesome. That outdoor heating will come in handy once you're done with the run uh, and you're still in your underwear. Uh, <laughs> this is true. <laughs> and the people that come out for these runs are very outgoing, fun-loving. You know, they got the endorphins going. Um, it makes it makes an enjoyable timing from start to finish. Excellent, Rebecca. Let me ask you. Tell us about the disease, neurofibromatosis. So, excuse me, NF is a um, genetic mutation that, uh, and I, I apologize, I don't have the, the numbers in front of me at the moment. It, um, it is still a rare disorder that only affects one out of... About 3,000. 3,000, okay, thank you. Um, it can be a spontaneous mutation to where... People can get it and they've never had it in their family. It is a 50% chance that you pass it on to somebody. Um, if you have the gene, uh, it can cause tumors all over your body. It can cause um, optic nerve tumors, brain tumors, learning disabilities, things like that. Um, we have a lot of people who don't have major issues and then there are some that have a lot of major issues so it, it really varies patient to patient on what you will find when you say tumors when we hear the word tumors we think of cancer or is this cancer related <clears throat> they can be um some most of the time they are malignant but not, i'm sorry benign um <laughs> Most of the time, they are non-cancerous. Okay. They can be cancerous, however. 
So anytime they get big enough that they have to be removed, they're always sent out for pathology. They're always checked to make sure that they're not cancerous. Rebecca, tell me about your connection with NF. So I have NF. I was born with a sporadic mutation. So nobody in my family ever had it. Back in the 80s when I was first diagnosed as an infant, it was not well known at all. Um, I actually recall going to Shriners and I was, you know, the, the patient on the little metal table with all the doctors in the, the room. And I, I was their case study um, because it just it wasn't something that doctors really even knew about. And then I have a daughter who I did pass it on to. Um, and she actually, a couple of years ago, when we first started, we also found out that she has two brain tumors that we follow closely every six months because of the NF. My goodness, that's uh, had a big impact on your family and your life. It has. Um, and, you know, I, I know that I probably will not see a cure for it in my lifetime, but my goal is definitely that my daughter sees a cure in her lifetime and that she can hopefully have a way of not passing on to her children. If it's not too personal, may I ask uh, how it's impacted your life? What is What have you had to do throughout your life? Um, I, I did have learning disability issues growing up. I have had multiple surgeries to have the um, neurofibromas removed off of various parts of my body. Um, I am partially blind in one eye because of it. Uh, I mean, it it's so sporadic that some things that you have, they're like, well, is that related? Is it not related? Um, and it, it's really hard to know sometimes. Um, how is neuromyro, excuse me, neurofibromatosis, how is it uh, diagnosed? So generally, if you have at least 25 or more cafe au lait spots, they're like, uh, they look like a brown birthmark almost. They generally want to do more genetic testing to see if that is in fact what you have, but that is a good marker for it. So there's actually three. There's neurofibromatosis type 1, neurofibromatosis type 2, and schwannoma. Um, NF type 1 is what my daughter and myself have. So those are generally the non-cancerous tumors. They're, you know, more of the learning disabilities, things like that. NF type 2, those are the ones that you will see a lot in younger kids that that might not make it past their teenage years. Um, they have a lot more health issues that they deal with. And you say that NF and, is a... Oh, I, I'm sorry. Go ahead. You had a third one. You no, know, no. I was going to say, and then we have schwannomas, and I'm not as familiar with that one. Um, I, I really wish I was. You say it's a rare genetic disorder, so... Does that mean you've, you've had it in your body your, your whole life? Yes. And then it, it kind of springs forward at some point. It does. So 
you you have a greater chance of developing any type of you have like a 50 percent chance higher risk of developing cancer throughout your lifetime you have um the the tumors that develop you can have them right away you can have them not develop at all through adolescence and then through your adult years that's when you find out that you have it because you're starting to develop all of these neurofibromas all over your body um it's something that can be very dormant or it can be very active depending on your system. And you said you started showing signs of the disorder when you were younger, right? Yeah, I, so I was, when I was born, I had over 40 different cafe lay spots. So they were able to determine right away that that's what I had. And then for my daughter, when she was born, I knew based on what I was seeing when I had her, that I had passed it on. Wow. That must have been a, a, a tough day. And, you know, it was, um, but I love her all the same. I wouldn't change it for the world. You know, she she's kind of funny. She uh, She's starting to develop her first couple of neurofibromas, and she's like, Mom, I look like you. <laughs> that's very sweet. <laughs> Rebecca, thank you for sharing that. I know that's very personal, but I really thank you for sharing those stories. That's wonderful. Absolutely. We're talking today with Glenn and Rebecca with the Cupid's Undie Run, which is a fun run that is coming up uh, just before Valentine's Day. Glenn, tell me about the race a little bit more. Have, have you done this race before? Well, you said you'd have done it twice. <laughs> yes. And uh, so the... <laughs> Everybody gathers up. Uh, at, we're gonna meet at the space room, and uh, it's amazing some of the outfits that people wear. Um, yeah. You see a lot of red or white tutus running around. People in uh, leggings or just people in their their skivvies <laughs> out there ready to ready to run run a mile and uh, get back to the bar and uh, have a good time and drink and uh, <laughs> hopefully we can give out some swag to people and. Do some more, do some more uh, party and have a good time. The information you sent me, it says here that the more you raise, the more swag you get. So tell me about the swag and how do how do I get more swag? So, so we have a, we have a bunch of different levels. So uh, Rebecca knows these uh, uh, point systems more than I do, but I know if you hit two hundred and fifty dollars, uh, I think we have a, a, a portable speaker or something that you get. I can't remember the levels, but we have tons of uh, computer bags. We have T-shirts, stickers. Rest assured, it's cool stuff, right? Things you enjoy. So, yeah, I've I've gotten some amazing things from uh, Cuba's in the, in the past three years. Yeah, and uh, I don't. It's, it's good quality things too. So this doesn't just happen in Portland. It happens kind of all over the United States. Yeah, we are one of the newer chapters. They've been doing it since 2010, and uh, they've been uh, they've raised over twenty million dollars. Yeah, it says here on this on this information you sent me since 2010, twenty million eight hundred and fifty thousand dollars. Yeah, I was like I can't remember if it was twenty or twenty two, but yeah, they in uh, this year they're hoping to be over uh, twenty three million. Um, and that's our projection is we'll make over 2.5 million this year. 
we'll be on our way to <laughs> getting close to a hundred thousand, a hundred million. So tell me how registration works for this. If somebody listening wants to take part in the Cupid's Undie Run, how do they do that? So easy enough. All you got to do is log on the internet, go to cupids.org, and uh, it'll take you to ask you to register and find your city you want to support. So scroll on down to Portland. We do have a discount code for everybody that's listening, and it is Let's Talk Portland. Awesome. That's cool. Yeah. So just everything's the same. I think it's all, everything has to be a lowercase. But yeah, let's talk Portland. You get a 30% discount. Nice. Uh, just listening. How much is the registration? Registration is $35. Is that right, Rebecca? It's $45. $45. And then you raise money on top of that for a very good cause. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. Rebecca, so, can you? And oh, go ahead, Glenn. Yeah. I'm sorry. And that's right. <clears throat> I'm going to say the, the more the money they raise, then with different swag, we get them beach towels, we get bar in a box. Uh, we have all sorts of amazing prize, or amazing uh, things for saying thank you for getting out there and supporting our cause. I'm getting the sense that uh, cocktails are involved in this run. <laughs> oh, it's, it's, it's a good time. It's a good time. It's a, and man, honestly, I I tend to give more to charity when I've had a, one or two cocktails. There you myself. go. Yeah, so loosen people helpful. up a bit, and it loosens up their wallet. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> it's, like, it's like wallet oil. And it's all happening at the space room on February twelfth. The space room is on uh, Hawthorne and about fiftieth, I think. Yeah, just just sort of at the forty eight hundred. Uh, Northeast uh, Hawthorne. I've had cocktails at the space room before. They make a good drink. I can I can attest they, to that. Great staff there. They're very accountable for us, and they've been amazing uh, throughout the past. So I'm excited to get out there and support them, and uh, to have a have one or two. Did I read also that there's dancing involved? Uh, we do have a DJ. We oh, have nice. a DJ that'll be out there. We have a photographer that'll be on site as well, and so. Uh, yeah, for, I I expect a lot of dancing to be happening and having a good time. Because that's the kind of people that come out to these events. They're outgoing extroverts that uh, have been cooped up because of COVID. They want to they want to get out there and boogie a little bit. Nice, Rebecca. Let me ask you: Are you are you familiar or more familiar with the uh, Children's Tumor Foundation? How does this all tie into the Children's Tumor Foundation? So. <clears throat> We originally were our own entity for Cupid's Undie Run. And then this year we have officially um, merged with Children's Tumor Foundation. So we were always giving the money directly to them. Um, And they do their research to find cures and treatments and everything. And actually through all of the fundraisers, Um, I want to say two years ago, we had a treatment that was approved by the FDA and everything to treat um, tumors, which is a fantastic step in the right direction. And we want to continue to raise money so that we can further find cures and treatments for all of this. So lots Um, of this, most of this money goes to research and research is the best way to find a cure. 
Yes, it, mm-hmm. it actually 100% goes towards research. Okay. It, it does not go into anybody else's pockets. It goes directly to research to finding cures and treatments. So you say 100% of this money goes to research to find treatment and hopefully a cure. Rebecca, what is treatment like? What have you, how has your treatment been throughout your life? Um, I, I have a lot of specialists that I see. So I see ophthalmologists, I see neurologists, I see um, doctors for various things that um, we all follow. So generally when you have neurofibromatosis, you're followed by an optometrist, you're followed by an ophthalmologist because you can develop those tumors on your optic nerves. So they want to make sure that your eye health is really good. They want to make sure that you're not developing anything in your brain, which is how we found the ones in my daughter's brain, um, just by a happenstance. It, it was her usual MRI, and they um, found it early enough, which is good. Uh, so my treatments are, are really kind of basic compared to a lot of other people because I don't have a lot of those major issues right now, which I'm grateful for. Um, I know a lot of other people, they have chemo, they have radiation, they have all of these things that they go through and it can be really taxing on the person, on their family, on, on their pocketbook. Um, and, And children's tumor foundation, they really, they, they help the, the person and they help the family. How that is, is their goal. How is your life uh, when you were first diagnosed when you were a kid, how is that compared to how your daughter's life is now? What, what has changed over the years? The amount of people in the medical field that know about it yeah. is the biggest thing. Mm-hmm. When I was little, it was, you mentioned it to somebody and it's, I don't even know what that is. I have to go look it up. And then they would ask me, well, what does that mean? What, what does this look like? And when you're growing up, you're not the doctor. You're not, you know, um, you're, you're not as well versed on the medical side of it as you are the patient side. But for my daughter now, it's a lot more common, even though it's considered a rare disease still where you say this is, hey, she has neurofibromatosis type 1, and it's, oh, great, I know about this. Let's try these because this is what I have heard works now. When you say it's more common, does that mean it's happening more frequently or people are more familiar with it because it's the information's getting out there? It's that people are more familiar with it because the information is getting out there. That's good. So it's not, the, the disease is not getting worse infecting more affecting more people it's still about the same um is it is it always has been it's just that more people are knowledgeable about it yeah well thanks to people like you who are very open about talking about it and and sharing your experiences you know that's that's an amazing thing knowledge is power right Absolutely, it is. And I bet you guys get asked a lot of questions when you're doing the the undie run. <laughs> People come up and say, well, okay, what is this? Because I'll be honest with you, I'd never heard of, of NF before I started talking to you guys. And that's uh, one of the great things about this, this run, that uh, if you pull them weird and 
we're going right along with that. We're just doing it our way. <laughs> well, we've got about a minute and a half left. So tell me everything I need to know about the fun run, when and where and why and how and how much drinking will be going on. Oh, man. So if, you, <laughs> if people, people should bring their friends, bring anybody 21 and older, uh, get, the, get on the line, register, and uh, see who can raise the most money. Because on February 12th, we're going to be over there at Space Room off of Hawthorne. Uh, we'll get there at noon, gather up, run around the block a couple times, come back and have a, a great party until about 4 o'clock. So but, hours of fun and enjoying uh, getting to know everybody. <laughs> getting to know people very intimately, it sounds like. <laughs> yeah, well, <laughs> it'll be cold out, so uh, don't address accordingly. <laughs> yeah, wear your warmest underwear. Exactly. <laughs> And right now we are doing the um, dollar match program. So we have a sponsor who is matching every dollar that is donated. They will match us dollar for dollar. That is great. Yeah, fantastic. Yeah. And let's tell them about the discount code once again. Yeah. So it is keeper. Let's talk Portland. And you plug it in the discount code, and you will get 30% off from now until the event. It's going to be a good Saturday on North, on uh, on Hawthorne, and right around 50, I think, think, is where the space room is. That's going to be a party there, and you're, it, it, it's, the neighbors are going to be kind of shocked with people running around the neighborhood in their underwear. <laughs> right? Well, this is Portland. Knock me that Yeah, shot. that's true. It is Portland. <laughs> ah, I got to love that. <laughs> Thanks for having us on. Absolutely. We so much appreciate it. This was really fun. Thank you for opening my eyes to NF and letting us <laughs> all get in and on the Cupid's Undie Run. This is going to be a really fun event. Absolutely. Thank you so much. Thank you, guys. Have a great day. We were talking today with Glenn Guerin and Rebecca Hergert, co-race directors for Cupid's Undie Run. If you'd like to hear this interview again, just search for Let's Talk Portland on the Odyssey app. Let's Talk Portland is an Odyssey Portland public affairs program. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile Essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com.